Okay, so I'm going to make a defense of the boobs real quick. <laughs> Welcome to Sincast, presented by CinemaSins. everybody, welcome to the Sincast. This is Chris Atkinson from CinemaSins, joined as always by the voice of CinemaSins, Jeremy Scott. Hello. And from Music Video Sins, Barrett Share. Hi. And we will be doing another mini-pod of Logan today, <laughs> uh, straight after the Get Out one we just did That's right. and everything. Nipping as, at its heels. As Barrett was saying. We are just, overwhelming you with mini-pods. We are. We're doing a podcast mini-pod orgy right now. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, Logan, uh, made it's, you know, standard $85 million for what a Wolverine movie usually yeah. kind of does on an opening <laughs> weekend. Um, but I think, uh, this is one that, uh, people are liking and, uh, and what the odd thing about this one is that, uh, they got James Mangold back who yeah. did the last one, the Wolverine, which was terrible. Yes, it was. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's, it's weird to me when a movie like that comes out and it's like, uh, basically a failure and they're like let's get the same guy i mean i mean it wasn't really his fault that that last one was terrible and it probably wasn't let's be let's be honest it probably wasn't his fault uh anyway logan comes with an r rating Mm mm-hmm and uh, they use the full extent of this R rating. Yeah, they sure do. Um, but uh, anyway, let's get into it. What let's, did we think? We're going to go spoiler free for a while. Yep. All right. So I really liked it. Yeah. Um, as I tweeted last night, uh, I thought it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Thought it was really good. Um, but I have seen so much hyperbole, and I feel like this is starting to happen now with almost any comic book movie that's good. Mm-hmm. Right, like mm-hmm. Batman v Superman. We pretty much knew first weekend. Everybody's hating this thing. Yeah. Um, and uh, but I remember Civil War coming out and yeah. hearing a lot of this is the best Marvel movie yet. And mm-hmm. I think it has settled into a position where people don't believe that anymore. Yeah, I think that a lot of them would go back to Winter Soldier now. Um, and I read a lot about this being the best one of the best superhero movies ever. And mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's still so far away from that that I, you know, I maybe could give it an A minus. I had a really good time watching this movie. I was not expecting to like this movie. Really? Just for whatever reason. I've got a weird association with Johnny Cash's Hurt, and that was in the trailer as it was uh, going through. And just for whatever reason, it's this run of dour-ass superhero films, except for Doctor Strange, which is the exception, which we really liked. Yep. Uh, everything, Batman versus Superman, Civil War, Suicide had the Sokovia Squad, thing, yep. Suicide Squad, everything has been ground into grit upon grit upon grit. And this is the grittiest motherfucker that you've, you've seen. Yeah. Uh, but I ended up really, really being surprised. I really like this movie too. Yeah. Chris, yeah, I enjoyed this uh, quite a bit, and uh, I don't. And I'm sorry for anybody who happened to listen to me on Sif Pop if I go over some of the same things <laughs> that I did in that review and everything. But uh, I really like this a lot too. Um, in fact, said on Sif Pop that I loved this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I think the reason why is that unlike a lot of the times where you say like uh, Captain America Winter Soldier is doing the paranoid thriller mm-hmm. and all this other type of stuff, which is not really true to me anyway. It's not really a successful movie that if you look at it in that light. Logan takes a, is a Western. Yeah. And it's a really odd thing to see and like a unique thing to see in a mar- in a superhero movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what was so exciting to me is it's a different setting and the characters 
are so to the point of they've they've aged so much at this point that they have new things to do. The actors have new things to do with the characters. Sure. Not only is the thing that I always uh, the thing that's just completely stark and different about it is, you know, you see how Patrick Stewart acts in this. Yeah. Uh, Professor X is the is for me sort of one note all the way through. I mean, we yeah we love him because of all of his abilities and his caring kindness, all this other type of stuff. But he's one note in all these X Men movies where he's just like he's like. Oh, well, let's bring in everybody and let's teach them how to be, uh, you mm. know, how to deal with their powers and everything. And it's like uh, the same thing, the back and forth between he and Magneto yeah. and everything is always the same thing. Yeah. We got to give these people a chance, you know, and everything. <laughs> no, why should we give them a chance? You know, it's like it keeps going on and on. And here, Patrick Stewart is actually given a chance to like act yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And there's a lot of like great moments in this for him. And well, the same and Hugh thing Jackman with, even is given what I was about a chance. to get to yeah. is that Hugh Jackman is great in this because of the same sort of deal. The, I have this question though. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but it so pertains to what you're talking about. I jotted this down in my notes. Does this movie work at all or remotely as well? If we don't have 17 years and seven movies of this character, Wolverine, that's a good question. You know. I actually thought about that too. I think it would. Yeah. Strangely enough. I mean, I think it would on a, a certain level, but the only reason I think we feel the weight of his aging and the, his abilities waning and, mm. and his alcoholism and what, what have you is because we've seen what came before. Yeah, that's an excellent point, actually. Yeah, because you, you imagine Wolverine as this impenetrable, you know, beyond reproach right. superhero that can do anything. He's the only one at the end of last stand that can stand up to dark phoenix and everything because of his powers and to see him broken down like that is yeah yeah you're right yeah absolutely well, okay. yeah, so in other words you're saying it, it can't stand alone then it i'm has- not saying it couldn't i'm just saying i don't think you could start a superhero franchise with this kind of movie because no, no, no. It, it, it is so clearly building on what's come before it for the, for its payoffs yeah it's i mean at this point uh, i don't know if we're too far beyond uh, people looking at movies like they do their favorite TV shows hmm. um, because now it's not and we don't even bat an eye there's an 8th Fast and the Furious movie coming right. out there's an 8th <laughs> Star Wars movie coming out I mean we don't even bat an eye they used to be number 8 meant you were really in the dregs of a <laughs> yeah. series Yeah, and uh, now this is the ninth X-Men movie and uh, so now I don't think there's there's a distinction there anymore. You're not really, I mean, yeah, you do need that. You do need that 17 years for a lot of this to be impactful, but at the same time, well, what I was thinking though, is that if you just had, I don't think it would work if you had no knowledge of Wolverine whatsoever, but if it, if it were comic book lore and then you went straight to this, I think it would hold up very well because it does reference him in the comic books throughout this. What this movie does, right that a lot of superhero movies do wrong, Batman v Superman, I'm looking in your direction, is it focuses the story really tightly, right? Mm-hmm. So we don't, we're not, we, evidently we've killed all the X-Men in this movie. Yep. <laughs> they, they die before the movie starts and we're down to basically just following these three people. Uh, and you're right, it is a Western and it's a chase film. Mm-hmm. And I even jotted down, uh, half jokingly, it's like, this base, it's basically Terminator 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like for a while, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. And, um, but what makes it work, I think, is the, is the messing of, meshing of those genres, the chase movie and a Western, and then the, just narrowing the focus in on specific characters and what they're going through instead of the scope being a purple 
pharaoh god from under the pyramids <laughs> who's unstoppable and he's blowing up entire you know what i'm saying yeah yeah the stakes somehow get raised when the stakes go down yeah to just a few people well yep. and that's a thing that on when we were i was on the sith pop thing a point was brought up that you know the one thing that one of the reviewers wanted to andrew on there wanted to wanted to see was a was a bigger uh obstacle for professor x and, and mm. wolverine to deal with for their final battles and i was like yeah, but wouldn't you need all the other X-Men mm -hmm. if that was the case? I'm glad they didn't go for that yeah, they, big they bad. They sort of cheat with the kids at one point in the film because yeah. there's, so, there's a bunch of kids that have been given abilities the same way that this girl Logan's looking after. I just jumped into spoiler talk. <laughs> that gave me a little bit of a first class vibe where we're seeing these kids who we don't really know their names or their powers, but we see them involved, like the girl who keeps breathing on shit and mm -hmm. turning it to ice and shattering it. Yeah. Um, so we get a, a tiny bit of that. But yeah, I'm glad it focused just on basically Professor X and Logan and this girl. Well, yeah, and their powers are diminished, which makes every confrontation more meaningful. You don't need a pharaoh god or something like that to, or, you know, Brian Cox to, to be an asshole yeah. <laughs> like that. Like you, you can just kind of let them have normal conflict. And, you know, it's it's themselves that's basically that they're kind of running away from both professor x and, and logan that's what re adds a really nice dynamic to this too we're talking about aging that's the biggest theme of this movie mm. uh you know it it's not always believable in comic book movies where just a random gang of toughs shows <laughs> up and like hangs with one of the superheroes for any amount of time right. but in this one at the very beginning there is that th that thing, and you're like, oh, this is actually believable. We we see yeah. how he's yeah. older and like he's not as good as he once was, and uh, and of course the you know Professor X has a, has a thing too where mm -hmm. his abilities have diminished to a, a you know a very like sad state, yeah. and it just but it adds so much extra to it. It's like a what if. That, yeah. you know, they get to kind of put in there at the very end. And mm -hmm. it's like, oh, yeah, I really like the way the story goes on that. Because you never really thought about what happens to to them if they age or if they lose their abilities mm -hmm. in a certain way. Well, like I don't this. think they've ever said that Wolverine is immortal. I think they've just said that he has the ability to heal and he ages slower. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Because yeah. he's been around for decades. Yeah. Know, so as, as much as we haven't seen broken down older Logan who, you know doesn't respond to a bullet wound as quickly as he used to. Mm -hmm. um, I really enjoyed this movie. The girl that plays Laura, mm -hmm. X-23, uh, she, she's not given a lot of dialogue. Mm -hmm. but She's given a lot of screen time. Oh, yeah. And she's yeah. going up with against Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart. Mm -hmm. And I was pretty impressed that she was able to pull me into her character. I don't even know how much acting experience she's got. She looks nine years old, mm -hmm. but uh, I thought she did a great job. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's hard to do that to act without saying a bunch of stuff. I know. I think that's what that's what helped it. Actually, was the lack of dialogue. Oh, I love I that think. scene where she's eating cereal and the bad guys are coming in. <laughs> she's just kind of looking at the monitor and then kind of looking over her shoulder and just no <laughs> no speed about what she's doing because she she knows what we don't at that point. Yeah, which is that she's a powerful, powerful mutant. And I'm going to go on record right now as saying she's better than hit girl i would rather watch <laughs> x23 kick ass than hit girl and that's saying something because yeah. hit girl's pretty fun to watch well yeah. speaking of kicking ass what did you guys think of the violence that was so prevalent in this you know 
the violence I actually loved. Me too. This gave me vibes of the raid movies in terms of feeling the actual impact of both the wounds that are given to Wolverine, but like, you know, when you see his claws go through the top of somebody's skull and are bloody at the other end, it makes it more visceral. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I do think they slipped up with the R rating a couple times. Yeah, well, the big thing you're about, you probably got to get into here is the... Because we have an R rating. Let's show some boobs. Let's show some boobs for no reason. Uh, And let's also have, uh, let's have Wolverine say fuck. 180 times. (laughs) Yeah. Like it was, it was, there was one scene and I think it's in the limo where the dude is in the back seat and he and he's like telling him, asking him where the the woman is or whatever. And I swear it's just like, let's see how many we can just put in here at this point. It got you know? to a point where it felt excessive. Right. I uh, I, I always I mean, talked about this with Barrett before, but, you know, movies like Spy and yeah. stuff like that, where Melissa McCarthy, that it's obvious they let her riff on some yeah. things every once in a while. And every time she's allowed to riff, it's like, fucking this and fucking that and fucking <laughs> this. And then it's like, yeah, I get it. It's yeah. an R-rated movie. <laughs> yeah. I get it. It's not, it doesn't, it's not offensive to me, but at the same time cool it now, a little bit i was offended by and not for the not for the reasons you're gonna think i was offended by the boob shot yeah because that felt clear to me from a creative standpoint somebody literally said what you were starting to say because we have an r rating we can get away with x yep. where do we do it and it's in a montage of clients limo clients mm-hmm. that hugh jackman is driving around and one chick goes hey driver and pulls her dress because that happens all the time, yeah. I'm sure. Bridesmaids are always flashing the driver of the limo. Okay, so I'm going to make a defense of the boobs real quick. <laughs> the, the reason, the only time in that be- beginning shots up until maybe a second when he's with the girl, that's the only time he like Riley smiles in this in this whole beginning of the movie, and you can tell like the, it. I thought that helped. Yes, it was excessive and it was gratuitous, but I thought that helped kind of humanize him to where he wasn't just this dour. Oh, I disagree. They could have done. They could have done so many I other disagree. things. Yeah, to get that wry smile. Gavel. Sure, sure. I'm that, just saying that you know. I agree that the aftermath. Yes, yeah. sure. Find somewhere else to do it <laughs> because that was stupid. That was boobs just- make you smile though. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, can we get into spoilers now? Have we done enough spoiler-free stuff? All right, so I'm- overall, what we think of this, I, I would probably give it an A minus. Yeah, A minus. I would is give where it an I'm A minus for sure. Yeah, so. I liked it. I think a little more than Doctor Strange. I did too. No, I like this better than most that have come out in the past few years. Probably. What it's what it's done is grown on me because mm-hmm. uh, I liked it when I was walking out of the theater and like the Logan card comes up and like ah, you know, that was a really satisfying start to finish movie experience. That happened to involve superheroes. And then the more I thought about it, the more I really like dug it. There's a lot to sink into. There is. There is. The action is fantastic. Uh, it's very R-rated and brutal. Mm-hmm. But when when the beast comes out of Wolverine uh, in the climactic battle, I was giggling. Yeah, me too. I was giggling at mm-hmm. how awesome that shit was. And especially the little girl, because she has this like 
I don't know, primal scream thing yeah. she does while she's like slashing an opponent 18 times. She almost reminded me of that Donnie Yen scene that I sent you from Eat Man oh, yeah. 2 yeah. where he like punches dudes like 50 times. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, uh, spoiler free, uh, we recommend, right? Right. Definitely. All right. On to the spoilers now. No spoilers! Kaiser so Luke's what? father is actually Darth Vader. She's the sister and the daughter. They just no, 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 no. I'm reading the books. So, okay, so spoilers about this. Um, first off, I mentioned also in that Sith Pot review that there's a, a little bit of children of men in this. I can see uh, that. Yeah. Um, and that, uh, you know, that there's no more mutants being produced or born or whatever. Mm-hmm. They, I guess they are being produced because that's the lab, the lab that's right. holding yeah. them or whatever. So they're not being born anymore. So there's children of men in there. Now, Cracked, actually, a day after that review... Uh, somebody wrote a whole thing saying you shouldn't like Logan basically because it's children of men. The, the, they, they argue that the whole thing rips off children of men. Now that may be true. And he put out a case for all the different things that Logan does. That's exactly like children of men, you know, down to where the hero goes to do this, to that, the own, so on the other thing. Um, but I think that's a great model to copy. If, yeah, they, if yeah. they're if they're going to copy uh, a great uh, a movie, then <laughs> yeah. why not copy one of the best? Exactly. Um, and I, and uh, you know, yeah, maybe not score points for originality or anything, but uh, definitely scores points for being a better comic book movie than I've seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. And so that's a great framework to be on. Yeah. So yeah, you may even if there was intent to rip off Children of Men in this movie. Uh, who cares? Great movie. Yeah, it's funny because I actually wrote. Uh, I, only, I capped it at Terminator Two when I was talking earlier, but I actually wrote this is basically Terminator Two, I Am Legend, and Waterworld. Oh yeah, because <laughs> he's trying to get to this mythical dry land by escorting this girl. He doesn't really want to escort, and he's not sure if it's going to really exist or not. I'll tell you what, I would have given the movie more points if he had gotten to that uh, longitude and latitude, and there was no Eden. Yeah. And there were no other kids. And then the rest of the movie could play out exactly as it did. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, spoilers. Mm-hmm. Uh, he dies. Mm-hmm. And the girl goes off to find her own life, her own future. Because once they mention the doubt about whether that Eden was real or not, uh, which is where I get my Waterworld vibes from, mm. uh, I knew for sure it was going to be there. Yeah. Just like at I Am Legend when he was like, there's no colony. Of course there's a colony. You're <laughs> saying so hard there's not. There's going to be one. And that if I have one gripe about this movie is that I feel like it telegraphs a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, even the scene when um, Xavier is killed, when Logan comes in and Xavier starts talking to him, it took me about two seconds to go, that's not Logan. Yeah. Because they never show his face. And so I knew who I didn't know it was X24, which is evil Logan, which yeah. I have questions about, but we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, but I knew it was a bad guy. I knew, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I mean, maybe it does that's a gra- Western trick that you're you're doing on purpose. To yeah, because sort of it, it did involve shadows from the door frame and all that stuff. But you could see him from behind. It looked like Hugh Jackman's physique and everything yeah. and the hair and everything. But when you take such great care to not show me the face then you're, you're telling me what's coming yeah that's true it does telegraph throughout the plot details but what i loved about this is the stuff that they don't tell you they don't tell you what happened to the mutants they don't tell you exactly what uh happens to to charles xavier they just say he's got some sort of degenerative brain disease well and you know it very because because he is being blamed for the all the mutants dying and everything it's not too far beyond the realm that his dementia, that's basically what's being shown in here, 
somehow tapped into all the mutants that are being born and he's sort of systematically killed them in a way that wasn't anything that he was intending to do yeah or some great earthquake like the spells that he has are basically you know wiping out everybody in the general vicinity if you were in cerebro when he did that right it may be in that old man logan comic what's funny is i read an article today they actually wrote they actually wrote a scene to include the x-men being wiped out and oh, it really? was in the draft and and all the way up until shooting and then uh the director decided it, be, it it made the entire movie about them right instead of logan and we wanted to focus on logan and i love great decision yeah. yeah and i loved like you said the stuff they didn't tell you i loved all the little future s- touches mm-hmm. right because we're in 2029 in this movie so the autonomous trucks are, is cool to me mm-hmm. i wish they hadn't scripted logan to say freaking autonomous trucks or whatever right <laughs> i knew what they were yeah uh, but like the drones and like the car redesigns and everything uh-huh. I, I, uh the the HD video billboards, mm. um, you know, all of it felt, it reminded me a lot of her in terms of a nice, subtle background world building uh, mm. for your future setting. The stuff that uh, Xavier's going through in this leads to one of the coolest action scenes, actually the coolest scene in the in the movie, probably. Uh, his, his ability has gotten to the point where he sends out this sort of a shockwave type of thing where everybody's sort of immobilized. Yeah. And the first time we see this, we're like, oh, crap, this is like, you know, this is really bad. The next time we see it, he's actually being attacked in his hotel room. And everybody's sort of stuck there. And Wolverine's the only one who can sort of fight his way through yeah. it. And they're all just like standing there motionless. It was Quicksil- Quicksilver-like, wasn't it? Kind of, a little <laughs> bit. But the I love how the one guy at the door, you just kind of see his eyes kind of yeah. like dart over. Yeah. He's like, I can't do anything. I can't do anything. And then you're sitting there going, man, they're sitting ducks. I hope I hope he takes advantage of this. And sure enough, man, this is one of the bloodiest scenes really in the movie because he's just like stabbing left and right all these people in there. Um, what uh, that is, That's just great stuff. Like yeah. when, you, when you can think of something like, see. I think a lot of times movies will come up with a scene like that and they'll find a way to like not have him stab everybody or whatever. It would have been like in the PG 13 version, Mm -hmm. it would have been sort of like, let's get you out of here or whatever. That's what the R rating is good for, you Mm -hmm. know? And you know, the, the PG 13 rating is when you see Wolverine like attacking people, it's never, you know, it's like he swipes and they're yeah. off the screen and you yeah. never see any of the aftermath and all that. This is really good. He stuff. takes people's heads off. I know. Um, <laughs> now, I am I am really 50-50 on the evil Logan X-24. And before I get into that, I want to say, why is the girl X-23, but X-24 is a full-grown adult? Does the movie explain that? Yeah, because uh, the next version, so they used the kids as being the host for these mutations, essentially. Okay. And, uh, growing them from scratch, but they've still got their own personality, their own consciousness. What X-24 is, is something devoid of consciousness, something devoid of morals and stuff like that, which makes him a perfect soldier. But they were able to clone him as an adult and yeah. only clone the kids as kids? Yeah, exactly. So okay. they, they started off with, I guess, just normal human tissue. So I, of, uh, I watch Hugh Jackman fighting Hugh Jackman, both as Wolverines, and I got giddy. Yeah. But I also felt like it was a little bit creative cheatery. Like, 
It's a very Marvel thing to have their hero yep. go up against an evil version of <laughs> their happened. hero. It's happened many times. It has. And and this movie basically has three Wolverines in it. Mm-hmm. And I was enjoying the fact that two of them were not fighting each other the whole movie until X-24 shows up. And, but I will say, at that farm, when the girl finally gets after him, and it's the girl versus evil yeah. Logan... That may be my favorite scene in the whole movie because yeah. she fucking wails on him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's not like he doesn't fight back, but she's fearless. Yeah. Like, ah, oh, I just love I love that fight so much. She's like, ah! <laughs> well, and that's what you're, and, you're, and then you have Eric LaSalle ex machina. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, you know, just for a moment. That's a great scene they threw in there. The the because it's a tragic scene. The the uh the idea that you know, Xavier helps them out with their sheep or whatever. Is that what it is? Horses. 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 Was yeah. it horses? Um, helps them out with that, and they're ready to just go. But the family's like insistent, like, yeah. you guys come along with us. Now, honestly, they could have said, probably not a good idea and, yeah. and moved on. <laughs> but they, 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 you know, they actually took in this hospitality and said, all right, we'll have the home cooked meal and all that. Let's get out of there as soon as we do that. But they keep telling them, you know, stay over the night and all sorts yeah. of stuff. And it's like, it, it's just, it's that. It's almost Shakespearean in mm-hmm. a way because it's like it's like come on guys you're just like you're just signing your own death notice. It almost here. is. I wrote in my notes that Logan basically kills that farm family. Yeah, of oh, course. Yeah. Yeah. He has to know it. Yeah, um, that's why there's a conflict at the end when Eric Lasalle, who is completely um, within his rights, I think, in the situation <laughs> to want to kill him yeah. over this, you're sitting there going, "You kind of want to get. I want him to get." I want him to do this yeah you kind of want you know like it's a really conflicted scene mm-hmm. you know how many times they've, they've caught up to you you know they're following you you yep. could at least reason that they're tracking you somehow yeah. right right yeah. uh i okay so i have a, a few little gripes that are nitpicks and i don't mm-hmm. want it to make it sound like i didn't like the movie mm-hmm. but the first thing that really threw me drew me out of the movie was that goddamn woman's spy video inside the lab oh, created yeah. the case. No. <laughs> that Where was she terrible professionally edited that shit with adobe premiere and she got unprecedented at, there's a shot in that montage that's being shot on a cell phone cam a close-up of an arm getting an illegal yeah. drug shot into <laughs> right. it right when the whole thing opens with her being like shh i'm gonna put my phone around the doorway and show you this like yeah, she's yeah, being yeah. surreptitious about it and then she delivers this 60 minute expose with voiceover yeah. yeah oh i was so frustrated yeah. because you could just have her tell the information on a short desperate video to logan or what have you yeah. and you could even show footage to me the viewer in such a way as i know it's her memory and it's not like actual video she yeah. shot inside well, the facility if she's and if well and if she's gonna shoot video then it's gonna have to be something that's way less than what we see like it's gonna have to be you know, the, yeah, I mean, she's got to be, like, holding it up. Yeah, she's and, in the <laughs> surgery room. Yeah. She I has. couldn't get over it, man. Yeah, was it was, it was pretty funny. Um, what are your other nitpicks? Uh, well, I felt like I wrote down that it feels like about the two-thirds way through this movie, this movie for about 15 minutes becomes Logan passes out and wakes up somewhere new. Logan passes out and wakes up somewhere new. Mm-hmm. Logan passes out and wakes up to learn new, new information. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it happens, like, four or five times in a 15, 20-minute mm-hmm. stretch. And I, I don't know. I'm, I'm curious. I'll toss that out to you guys that it felt like a little bit lazy to me. Like, we've got to get to this next piece of exposition 
It yeah. felt like a, it felt like a wipe in one of the Star Wars. Yeah. Movies. I, I, I like that. You know what it made me? What it reminded me of was the Matrix when Neo passes out because his brain, you know, can't handle it. Yeah, and then he has those kind of waking moments where Morpheus oh, is yeah. telling him what's but going on. But that's not happening five or six times in the movie, though. That's happening. That's one time. That's true. Yeah, I mean, it, it was it was a little bit overwrought, but I kind of like that because it gives you a chance to to catch your breath and realize. How much pounding this dude has taken? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, over the course of this movie. Well, and if so you're trying far. to put us in his perspective, um, he's learning those things mm-hmm. and finding himself in new places, and so we're with him on that particular part of the journey. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to look to see what my other gripes were. But one of you guys go ahead with something else. Uh, one of my only gripe with it is the the villain expositing at the end while mm-hmm. uh, Logan is, you know, supposedly dying. Um, that he's he's the roid juice is oh. is worn off. <laughs> oh, let's talk about the roid juice because Logan is behind everybody. Yeah. The kids are halfway up the mountain. The bad guy soldiers are after them and Logan. And he stops behind a tree, takes out his backpack, and shoots up the hormone juice. Yeah. Leaves it there, but a henchman finds it. <laughs> In the chase after the children, there's a shot there where the henchman brings the blue backpack and the fucking empty bottle of green juice to the bad guy. Yeah. That's the only reason he knows to say that juice is wearing off. That's the only reason he even knew Wolverine took the juice. Mm. Because they conducted a thousand-person step-by-step search of the woods. They can't find people that go missing in the woods. But (laughs) this guy found an empty glass bottle and a backpack. And it was a mile behind where they should have been. Yeah. But speaking of that Roy juice. Sorry, I interrupted. That was a bad-ass scene. Oh, my God. Talk about not cutting away. That showed him from... start. You could tell this was just this huge action set piece that they were couldn't wait to get into. Uh, but starting from... You know, start, you talk about giving away, you know, kind of telegraphing things. As soon as you see that note saying, don't take this all at once. Right. You know, you know he's, he's going to do it. And you also know he's going to die. Yeah. And man... You hear this, oh, yeah, so and he awesome. just yeah, that's the best. Slaughters everybody, man. There's a video online today of him doing ADR for some of that stuff, oh, like yeah. screaming and grunting <laughs> in the voice studio. It's pretty awesome. That's uh, that is a that is a thing that normally I don't find satisfying in movies is grunts and and screams and stuff like that. But that one is particularly good, and and the the girls too yeah. is like you were talking about earlier, alluded to. Every time she does that scream, I'm like, there's some dopamine that gets yeah. into my brain. I'm yeah. like, it's like, yeah, she's about to kick some ass. I can't wait. Well, and you mentioned uh, how it was shot. I felt like, you know, I, while this didn't give me the raid or raid two levels of steady tracking one shots, I never felt very disoriented during the, these fight scenes. I felt mm. like I knew who was where and who was doing what damage to whom. And considering what's actually, if you contemplate what's actually happening on screen, it's kind of a wonder that he was able to shoot it in such a way. Because, you know, you can't actually stab people through the skull in real life when you're making a movie because that's murder. <laughs> yeah. uh, but to be able to shoot some of these scenes in such a way to show me that in a fluid shot while showing me something else. Mm-hmm. And God, he's got moves in this movie. Yeah. I, like you thought you liked Wolverine before. If you liked watching Wolverine fight ever, you need to watch this movie. That's mm-hmm. the thing, right? The um, the the action scenes here, I wouldn't say have any less cuts than anything that I've seen in like an Avengers movie or whatever. Mm-hmm. The problem when the Avengers does it is that they're trying to keep up with 500 characters and they're all on a a huge like stage, uh, basically like all sorts of different places. So when it goes from one battle and cuts a hundred times in that battle and then cuts over to another one and cuts a hundred times in that battle, 
at, at, at some point you just lose your sen- you know your sen- sensory overload at some point where it's not even exciting anymore in logan there's never a huge battle space mm-hmm. even when they're in the woods it's not it's it's like confined to the one clearing basically it's like first blood type of action yeah, yeah. and uh and like the very beginning scene they're like, he's just right next to his limo yeah. and that's all it is I don't mind it when it gets to that, when it's at that point. Mm-hmm. But when it's like, you know, all a sprawling, you know, big, huge action scene that keeps doing that, then it's just, it's no more, it's not exciting anymore. Mm-hmm. I found another nitpick I want to mention. All right. See, it's it's pretty rare for me to even make notes for a mini pod. Like, because mm-hmm. <laughs> I just saw this movie yesterday. Uh-huh. But um, I had such specific nitpicks. So I wrote down... You cannot drive a limo full of bullet holes and broken glass from south of the Mexican border to Vegas without being pulled over. Yeah. <laughs> you cannot. That's true. That would be an impossible. They even pull a joke out of its appearance when the valet in Vegas takes a look at it and he has this look on his face. He's like, like keep it close. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, holy shit. Uh, but yeah, I think they would have been pulled. And now it's 2029. For all I know, there's no fucking police. Should, yeah, yeah, it's legal. Yeah, totally. They changed the laws. Um <laughs> I guess I guess if I had one nitpick about the X24, it's that if you have the ability to make one of those, why not make lots of them? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> seriously. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, and 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 I was like, it's like if you're gonna go and you're tra- and you're basically trying to track down Logan and all these other stuff, why don't you just have like ten of them? You know, <laughs> he can't survive that. <laughs> yeah, um, I will say if they shot on actual location, North Dakota is fucking beautiful. Yeah, if that's actually the North Dakota Canadian border, it mm-hmm. was like something out of a tolkien book mm-hmm. um i just thought that was interesting yeah what'd you guys think of boyd holbrook oh yeah he's good Who? i thought the villain the uh the primary guy robot arm guy yeah Pierce. i actually wrote down that he was a little too much ajax from deadpool for me oh really mm-hmm. i didn't hate him but you know there's only so much smarm you can give a villain to have that be their main thing mm-hmm. right and yeah. his main thing in this movie is just trying to needle wolverine with insults and barbs and smarminess um, so I, I, I kind of felt like it was a little one note, but I didn't hate it. I yeah. wasn't like, oh, that villain's terrible. Um, now, the scientist guy, who's that? Richard, Richard e. Grant. Grant. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of him and his appearance because yeah. he's just a little cartoony as an actor for me. Uh, and again, we've got evil government scientists. Yes. This is how we got and, Wolverine in the first fucking place back <laughs> in the seventies. Um, but uh, yeah, and the and the the little girl's Daphne Keene. She's mm-hmm. really good in this. Yeah, I mean, and we we talked about that, but just wanted to mention her name. Now I have seen okay, so the whole thing about his grave at the end, where she turns the cross into an X. Mm-hmm. I've seen people talk about that the way I feel about the end of the Iron Giant. And oh, yeah. it, it didn't affect me that. In fact, I was actually kind of like, oh, that's not cheesy at all. A, a literal X on his grave. Yeah. I mean, it didn't bother me and it's cheesy. But I've saw people on Twitter like, it gave me all the feels. And I was like, what? Why? Oh, that's weird. Is it because he's dead? I just thought it was a cool little yeah, it's twist a good, on it's there. It's a good little but... tribute, yeah. I think. I mean, it's it. I, I, I agree it's probably overblown. But I, I do like the idea because she's never shown any sort of like she's never shown that she really cares about wolverine the entire time you kind of can get you there you know that she's there's a bit prob- of a bad santa vibe going on in this movie. <laughs> there is kind of a bad santa vibe um but uh for her to do that at the end is sort of a touching thing i think for her after after all she really didn't like well didn't like it well, well i think i think she did i, I was mean, gonna she's say always, wasn't she screaming dad at yeah. the farm when they, when she was being attacked 
Yeah. There was that, and then she was, you know, she's posting watch over him while he's healing and all that stuff. But I think the X thing probably came from just her her obsession with the X Men comic books. Yeah, I just think it's a good punctuation. Yeah. At the end. And and yeah, to say that it it's like it makes you feel all the feels and everything. It just depends on your level of uh, commitment to this. Also, mm, not a fan of them going all lost boys for five minutes to trim his hair into mutton chops <laughs> like yeah that felt like it was out of hook like all the kids are like <laughs> yeah, scissors exactly. are coming in here and there and then all of a sudden he's got this iconic comic book mutton chop face <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, all right the funny thing about that I, you guys probably didn't feel this at all but i got really big mel gibson vibes with his appearance throughout this whole movie oh interesting because looked, of how mel looks these days yeah he looked exactly like mel gibson and like get the gringo like that's funny because that yeah. was one of the releases. names they thought might get wolverine way back before they cast a relative unknown hugh jack yeah but mm-hmm. mel gibson was one of the ones they talked about anyway so i think it's a fitting end mm-hmm. to this character's arc Watch them pull him back into some movie set prior to 2029. Now that I've said that, but it would—I mean, I guess they're—they're also saying though that it's not going to be Hugh Jackman if they do Mm. happen to do that. Oh, okay. I mean, right? I mean, I think he has publicly said because if they do another X Men, that it didn't—you know—it's going to be before 2029. Mm -hmm. So uh, they can always have somebody else. Although I would. I would hesitate to put Wolverine in anything in X-Men related after this, you know, it's just, why? this is such a great tie up. I mean, everybody, the way that they were marketing this was that this is the end of Wolverine. Like you basically know he's probably going to die at the Man, end. And if they were smart, this would be the end of X-Men. And the next batch of movies is all those fucking kids crossing over Eden into Canada yeah. when they grow up in four or five years and are teenagers and then, you know, we've already got a female version of Wolverine right there, who's awesome. <laughs> and right? they're all Canadian now, so they, the they're all polite, co- yeah. they eat poutine. Yes. I, I feel like they're still going ahead with another one with the current cast, and they're still going to do this Dark Phoenix thing with, uh, what's her name from Game of Thrones? Sophie. Yeah, uh, Sophie Turner. Turner. Well, but they should just follow these kids. But yeah, I mean, and if they do, then you just have a bunch of futuristic X-Men at this point. It's after the 2029. I mean, if they created a massive robo wolverine with x24 mm-hmm. and you know they could go up against a hybrid of magneto or fuck they could do whatever they wanted they've mm-hmm. created an, a blank canvas with this movie basically i know it feels like we're ending wolverine but it almost feels like we're beginning a new chapter in what this cinematic universe could be yeah sure, yeah. yeah i agree i think that's a, something that by the end of it i was like yeah if these kids grow up then we have futuristic x-men mm-hmm. from this point i mean i would i would watch a movie with them Right now, they don't even need to grow up. Ten-year-olds yeah. kicking ass. Well, if that <laughs> if there is going to be another nitpick out of this, it's that they weren't developed very well at all. No, um, yeah, and I agree that it would be fun to see them, you know, uh, kicking ass and everything. But you know, we, you're in a we're sitting in a movie that's two and a half hours almost. I can see why they didn't sure. go, go through all that. But at the same time, I was like, who does what in this whole thing? And, you know, by the end of it, they're like wrapping that dude up in yeah. grass yep. and all this other stuff. And I you're thought like, it was a good death it's a, scene. It's a it. great death scene, yeah. but it's like, who's doing what? You know, who's- <laughs> well, what I liked about that, I agree it was nebulous, but I did like that it was like three or four of them using their powers all at once on this guy yeah. to basically cocoon his ass in like plants. Yeah. yeah. Although it was funny, there was one shot of. The little chubby boy yeah, running oh his ass God. off, and this grown 
military dude taking forever to chase him down. (laughs) I was like, come on, man. I watched this on the Thursday at 10 o'clock show. It was a packed house Uh and everything. When they saw that little kid running, there was just like laughter all <laughs> over the place. I felt so bad because I was like, oh, poor kid. Poor fat kid. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I was like, oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, you're going to be known for being that little boy running through the forest. Um, and your little, you know, your tiny steps and your wobbly ass and all that. And I will. I'll, another telegraph I thought was the, uh, I know we're almost done and I'm just bringing up shit, was the adamantium bullet. <coughs> oh, yeah. Because once we find out there's an X-24 who's basically just like Wolverine, there's no mm. question what's going to happen. Right. There's no question where that bullet's going on, who's going to pull the trigger. Yep. So, again, a little telegraphed, but one of the most highly enjoyable superhero movies, except for Deadpool, that I've seen in maybe three or four years. I agree. I, yeah. I, I said in my tweet that it's this is the best one, best X-Men movie since first class for me. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, I guess technically some people count Deadpool as an X-Men movie. Which I could see that to an extent. Yeah. I wasn't counting that I one don't. when I said that. Yeah. I don't consider it an X-Men um, movie. Because so, yeah, I know Days of Future Past, a lot of people love that one. It wasn't quite as good as First Class for no. me. And then the apocalypse was just garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this was a you know, fitting end. It's crazy that we had a whole trilogy of Wolverine movies that if you look at them as a whole, is like 70% shit. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, yeah. The who last would, one's really good. Who would have thought that the last two, like, awesome like easily talked about most talked about comic book movies came from fox in the past yeah, two yeah, years yeah because they've been drowning man yeah the, uh the, the x-men uh, movies that they've come out have been hit and miss uh fantastic four is terrible mm-hmm. coming um, soon a rated r fantastic four re- reboot oh yeah <laughs> He's going to um, say, it's fucking clobbering time. That's man. right. That's right. Because, yeah, that makes it better. Somehow. Sue Storm's going to show her boobs in the back of a yeah, limo. Of course. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Hey, driver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we all enjoyed this. We all gave it like an A minus and yep. everything. I think this is a, a, a really good movie. And uh, and it's, uh, you know, it, it just shows if you can do these a little bit different marvel yeah (laughs) um there's there's reward to be had from it you sell the movie by being you know trying to do something different you sell it by saying hey this is a wolverine movie people will come no matter what uh and you just make it good make it as good as you can don't make it this bullshit that you keep making man yeah stop making this bullshit marvel (laughs) yeah um anyway that'll uh do it for this mini pod mini pod Uh, pod. logan well, uh, this is Chris Atkins and Jeremy Scott and Barrett Share. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Comment on our episodes on our SoundCloud page. Check us out on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit. And be sure to visit cinemasins.com. Let's do another one tomorrow. Yes. Let's <laughs> see how long we can I keep this going. Know. That's a good idea you had just there. <laughs> Ch-ch-ch-chia. We're going to have a mini pod orgy. That's not going to be an orgy. An orgy of it's... evidence that we saw a movie. No, I mean, two uh, in a row. Three I guess that's row. not. Well, three episodes in a row. Yeah. Yeah. That's bonkers. Syncast orgy, I guess. Is what yeah. It is. Although, if it's not all at the same time, I guess it's not technically an orgy. It's more of like a succession of masturbations. Trists. Yes. Fortress. <laughs>
<laughs> masturbatory trysts. Succession of masturbations. <laughs> at the masturbation station. Yes. I do like Pam Greer pointing a gun at me now. <laughs> yeah. She's p- really pointing it at me, if we're <clears throat> honest. I guess so, yeah. Now, Ben Stiller's pointing a gun in your general direction. Yeah, it's over my shoulder, though. You move in the right place, he's I headshot fought you. in your general direction! <laughs> Jack Black is definitely screaming at me, though. Yeah, he is. He's angry. He's mm-hmm. angry, Jack Black. <clears throat> What's going on here? Yeah, I think assuming that's her belly button is a pretty big stretch. Yeah, I'm assuming that is some model that they got. <sighs> that's a good belly button. Though. Yeah, it is. I mean, like, I'm, that's not really my thing, mm-hmm. but if it were my thing, oh, that would be, my like, thing. my shit right there. I mean, think about this. That movie poster is 95% naked human woman skin, but because yeah. they zoomed in tight <laughs> and they didn't show any naughty bits, right? but it's probably one of the nudest movie posters ever. Nude-est. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Unexplained bacon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bacon up that sausage, boy. <laughs> but, but, Dad, my heart hurts. <laughs> <laughs>